Hello everyone and welcome back to our Mental Health Monday series. Today we are going to be talking about bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder, and all those other mood and personality disorders that can be really hard and challenging to navigate. So according to the DSM-5, borderline personality disorder is a persuasive pattern of instability or interpersonal relationships, self-image, and affects and marked impulsivity beginning in early adulthood and present in a variety of contexts. How is that different from bipolar? DSM says bipolar one disorder is necessary to meet criteria for a manic episode. The manic episode may have been preceded by and may be followed by hypomanic or major depressive episodes. So what's considered manic? A distinct period of abnormally and persistently elevated, expansive, or irritable mood and abnormally and persistently increased activity or energy lasting at least one week and present most of the day or nearly every day. During the period of mood disturbance and increased energy or activity, three or more of the following symptoms are present to a significant degree and are noticeable. These include an inflated self-esteem or grandiosity, decreased need for sleep, so that's sleeping three, four hours and feeling like you're ready to go, you've had a good night's sleep, being more talkative than usual, flight or ideas of subjective experience that thoughts are racing, distractibility, increased in goal-directed activity, excessive involvement in activities that have a high potential for painful consequences. So what can we do when we're struggling either with a mood or personality disorder ourselves or someone close to us that we love is dealing with it? So there's a couple different things. First and foremost, if you're dealing with a mood or personality disorder, I do highly recommend speaking to a medical doctor, psychiatrist, or psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner about medications. We do often find that this with this population, if we can find the right combination of medications, it really can help with the symptoms. Again, that is a personal choice. If you choose not to medicate, there are forms of therapy that you can engage in that can help you manage those symptoms. Now, it's really important for those who have borderline personality disorder and bipolar disorder to have routine and calm in their lives. It may make them feel uncomfortable, but it is something that's essential to helping them be able to ground and function. Something else that's really important for this group is reassurance. People with borderline personality disorder often have this either real or imagined fear of being abandoned and it can cause them to really internally start to panic and as a result you can see behaviors in them that really do seem out of character for the individual and sometimes people will describe it as over the top or irrational. Again, people with BPD have real or imagined fears of abandonment that cause them to behave this way and so the best thing we can do for them in these moments is to just reassure them that we're okay and that we are safe and then reassure them that they are okay and they are safe. It's important for them for you to make the connection between you being safe and them being safe and remaining present for them. Now, how do you do this if someone with borderline personality disorder 
is in the middle of having their symptoms and they're highly escalated and you don't feel safe. I highly recommend moving away from them is creating as much distance as you can, but again, reassuring them that they are safe and that everything's going to be okay. Remove yourself from the situation as much as you can. And again, the more space, the better so that the individual has a moment to really work through everything that they're feeling and attempt to bring themselves down. Now, if we're dealing with someone in our lives that has one of these disorders, I highly, highly recommend the book Stop Walking on Eggshells by Randy Krieger. You can purchase this on Amazon and it's a workbook on how to adjust and adapt and live with people with different mood disorders. Because as we know, if you've had the experience of having someone like this in your life, the behaviors can be ever-changing, they can be irrational, they can feel like they come out of nowhere and it can be really, really frustrating. And so the best way to reduce that frustration is by self-education. If you can start to make sense of what's happening and what you're seeing, it's more likely to reduce your frustration with the situation. Now, not all behaviors and patterns in people with mood and personality disorders are going to be the same. And we have to remember that in some situations, there's co-occurring disorders such as substance abuse, PTSD, additional anxieties. There can be a lot of layers when we're looking at people with the mood and personality disorders. So it's really, really important to take your time and to educate yourself and to also listen to the people tell you from their perspective what it's like living with this mood and personality disorder. This is probably one of the areas of mental health that is really, really stigmatized. We hear people say that people are bipolar all the time when they're behaving in a way that makes us uncomfortable. And we've really got to try harder to work against doing that so that we can destigmatize these mood and personality disorders. A lot of them also stem from situations that are out of that individual personal person's control. So with these, we see a lot of abuse in childhood. And again, when you are a child, you are not necessarily in control of your environment and the people that are around you. And so those experiences that you have early on really can affect who you become. And so we've really got to also to destigmatize that mood and personality disorders are the fault of the individual. They typically do form and develop because of the experiences the person has been through. And if we really need to work hard to move more empathy and sympathy toward that understanding so that we see the bigger picture and can be more effective in the way that we interact with people with these struggles. So again, routine, calm, reassurance, and space are really, really imperative when you know someone who has a mood or personality disorder and can go from behaving one way to behaving another. It's really, really important to understand that this is something that's going on in their brain and it's not necessarily a choice that they're making for themselves in that moment. As long as we can continue to broaden our understanding of mood and personality disorders, we can work towards that destigmatization and hopefully more people can connect and talk about the things that work for them and the things that help them manage this disorder. That's all I have for today. Again, I really appreciate you guys tuning into these. I hope everyone has a fantastic day and don't forget that mental health matters.